Ag State of Mind, bonus episode five. Welcome to Ag State of Mind, a podcast that examines the stresses affecting producers of agriculture and how to alleviate these stresses and improve farmers' lives. In this podcast, we discuss openly the mental health crisis that is occurring in the agricultural community and what we can do to help turn it around. Now here's your host, Jason Meadows. Hello and welcome to this special episode of the Ag State of Mind podcast, a proud member of the Global Ag Network. I'm your host, Jason Meadows, and today I am going to start something that has really been on my mind for a long time with this podcast and something that I want to maybe maybe reach a different audience, but also be able to share a little bit of my own experience of what I do just on my farm, on my cattle operation, and some of the tips that have helped me. Uh, I'm not sure what to call this. I'm going to start out calling it beef tips because that's what my coach, Miranda Burke, that's what she suggested that I call it. So that's what we're going to go with for now. So if anybody has any different suggestions, I'm open to them as well. So today what I'm going to talk about is I'm going to talk about spring calving. We are in the middle of the polar vortex of 2021. I made the decision this past summer to not start calving until April. Normally I would be calving right now in this miserable weather and I I made the decision that I didn't want I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do winter calving anymore. No matter what anybody says, you know, you can call it spring calving right now, but if you're having calves in the snow, that is not spring calving. That is winter calving. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about it today, about what it means for me and what I, you know, what even what I do here. I'm what what a cow calf operation is. So I think that's probably a good place to start here is um, you know, I'm a cow calf operator. And what that means is I have a herd of cows and those cows will have calves. They, the calves are born here and we raise those calves up to be around five, 550 pounds, 600 pounds sometimes at weaning. Then when we wean them, that means we take them away from their mothers. And we, right now we've been preconditioning our cattle, our calves, our newly weaned calves, meaning we keep them for 45 days, give them some vaccinations, get them started on some grain, and then we ship them. Then we take them to the sale barn to sell. Well, just this last couple of years, we started where we only sell our steers like that and we keep all of our heifers give them a chance to breed back at 15 months of age and give them a chance to be in the cow herd so that's just a little bit of what we do as an operation as what a cow calf operation maybe even you know it's it's i think we're pretty a typical uh cow calf operation we're pretty we're not big but we're not small either we're kind of in that in between you know you know, I know you're not supposed to <laughs> necessarily tell people how many cattle you have, but we have around 140 head, depending on the year. Um, so let's talk about calving and how I grew up calving and how a lot of people around here calve. A lot of people don't have a calving season around here. And what that means is they don't have a specific set time of year where they calve. Uh, they're calving all the time. There's Cows are exposed to bulls to breed throughout the year 
now there are pros and cons to this. First of all, you don't have a, to have a separate bull pasture. You don't have to something that I grew up doing this. My dad always told me, it's like, well, you get to sell calves three times a year instead of one or, or even two, if you have just two of a fall and spring calving season. Um, so that that's a way I did it for a really long time. And then I got to realizing that that didn't really work for me anymore as I got busier with a town job and more kids and other things. And then even this podcast, it, it was really hard to keep my life structured when I was calving year round or when I always had to be on the lookout for calves or whatever, all the things that come with that. And so I'd say about four or five years ago, we switched it up where we pull our, we have a set calving season. So I always know when I'm calving and then I know that I'm not calving other times a year and it makes my decision-making makes my planning a lot more, a lot easier. so, I mean, Calving doesn't necessarily have to be a lot of work. I, an ideal cow for me will have a calf unassisted. Um, she won't have to have any help doing anything with her calf. If she, if there are problems, she doesn't stay around here. That's just kind of a rule we have. And I think it's a good rule because it's what keeps us having good cows. So, I think a lot of people calve right now in February because it's a time of year that's typically not as busy for them, especially people who are a really diversified operation and have row crops. So an actual spring calving season wouldn't work as well for them because they are planting then, you know, if in their if they're in a row crop operation. You know, so I, I think I, when I started doing my calving season, I started in February and March. Um, I did it because I think that's what everybody else did. And not, even saying that out loud right now kind of pains me to say. But, you know, it, I, I got to really thinking over the couple of years, like, man, it would match much nicer if we could calve our calves on green grass and, you know, they wouldn't have to worry about that extra hay and feed supplementation during the first couple of months, weeks and months of lactation. And then last year we calved like normal in February, starting in February. And it was a really muddy spring last year. And I think it was late February, early March. I had a calf stomped in the mud and didn't do well. And it died eventually. And you know, that was that was that was the turning point. That was kind of the tipping point for me. like, no more. We're not going to do this anymore. It's we're we're going to have calves on green grass. We're not going to have to worry about the muddy conditions when we when we are calving. We don't have to worry about snow when we're calving. Um, we're going to calve just as nature intended it to be. Babies born in the spring. And this year, I mean, right away. You know, so to plan, let me back up here. To plan for that, we have to start planning next year's breeding season nine months, even a year ahead. So a cow's gestation period is around, on average, 283 days. That's about nine months or about like a human would be. Um, so they have a pretty long gestation in comparison to a lot of other animals. I know like a, a lamb has, or a sheep. Their gestation period is like five months, so it's considerably shorter than a cow. They can even have, uh, possibly have up to two sets of babies in a year, and tw uh, lambs will have or sheep will have multiple 
births per pregnancy. So that's on, that's a different thing. That's a tangent there a little bit. So but anyway, so you have to plan your breeding, your calving season almost a year ahead of time. So what that meant in used to what I do, I would put my bulls in around sometime in May, but now that if they were put in in May, they would start calving in February. Well, now I changed that up a little bit to move it back a little bit. And I kept my bulls out from the herd until about July, uh, end of June, I think it was before we ever put any bulls in. And right away this year, it's proven to be uh, an incredible decision for me. Um, I see people I see, I talk to people on the phone. I see people online who are talking about calving and how hard it is calving. I mean, it's, it's hard enough to calve anyway, add zero degree temperatures and negative 20 wind chills or whatever it may be. And that just adds another layer. And, you know, to get them out of that is an increased cost. You have to have a barn, a calving barn and heat and all of that, all that goes with that. And, uh, I mean, that is, uh, that's a lot in, so not only is it better for the animal, it's better for the human to calve in in the spring, in the actual spring, because it that's a decrease in infrastructure. Now it's a, a decrease in labor, but it's also a decrease in infrastructure costs and so many things. So I mean, this has been a, like a culmination of things that has brought me to this decision, and it's one, been one of the best decisions I think we could have done for our cow herd now. And you know, another thing is a me working a town job, I only have a certain number of daylight hours when I get off. So, I mean, calving in April means another extra hour of daylight, more time in the day to check the cows. I mean, that's just something that another, another layer to this. And we have made it also a priority to select bulls and cows, heifers, for calving ease because we aren't around very often. If there is an emergency, uh, it's very unlikely that we're going to catch it in time because we have so many other things going. I mean, uh, whenever spring gets rolling back up again, baseball season is going to be here and all of my kids play baseball. And, you know, I have a podcast. I have a town job. I, uh, you know, we just opened a business. So we're doing a lot of things. We are a very diversified family. And so we need to make calving season as smooth of an operation as possible. And and by having good calving ease bulls and calving in the spring, uh, that makes our jobs a little bit easier. Now we may take a little bit off of the top our calves may not wean as heavy, but that's okay because they're going to be alive. <laughs> I, I always, uh, there's this joke. I don't know who said it first. It's just kind of an old cowboy saying that, uh, I've always heard that a dead calf doesn't wean very heavy. So, I mean, that's kind of what the mantra that we have here in, in regards to calving. So, uh, you know, I'm sitting here and this was just a total whim to record this podcast tonight. And, you know, I don't have anything against anyone who calves in the fall or I'm sorry, calves in the winter. It's that's totally your decision. That's totally if that works for you, go for it. it that's that's great. But I'm just I'm here to tell you all what works for me and calving in the winter time does not work for me. I can't make it work. I want to be in tune with nature 
as as closely as possible and um you know i i'm i'm seeing it pay off before calving season has even started this year so um very grateful for the change that we made in this operation and i think it's been you know a big part of this the original mission of this podcast was to bring things like this to you that are stress release and this has been something that has absolutely been a stress relief to me and my family to make it make our lives easier a little bit make things if we make things a few things just a little bit at a time a little bit easier as a time we're going to have it so much easier overall so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode this was uh, like i said this was recorded on a whim um, i had no plans of recording this episode i've been talking like i said about this kind of beef tips series that I might be doing or a recurring series. I don't know what it's going to turn into, but uh, I had fun. I had fun recording it. I hope you guys had fun having a little bit different, more of an inside view of my cattle operation and my reasons behind doing things. It was a lot of fun talking to you. Let me know what you guys think. Leave me a review. Send me a message on Facebook, Instagram, whatever it may be. Let me, let me know. Reach out. Let me know. I, you know, I don't get a whole lot of feedback unless it's from people online. So please, I'd love to hear from you guys. All right. Appreciate it. I appreciate you all as always. And uh, stay warm out there. It's getting close to spring, friends. Thanks for listening to Ag State of Mind. We hope this episode has encouraged you. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Ag State of Mind. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify so you never miss an episode. See you next week.